Streaming reviews. I am your host, Demo. My co host is Joe Taylor. This is episode 77. Hey, Demo, welcome back. Listeners, welcome back. Welcome all. Welcome all. Here we are. Uh, I've been so excited to talk about this first thing. Can I just jump into it? Go. As you know, one of my favorite, well, my very favorite sketch series that I've seen on streaming has been I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Mm hmm. Tim Robinson was on SNL for a year or two. He took a bunch of sketches that didn't make it on SNL and made them himself, uh, single camera, along with the Lonely Island guys who we love, obviously. Our friend Matt Knudsen makes an appearance in one of the uh, first season sketches. Yep. Some other people I think we know are in, are in this latest season. Anyway, season two just came out. Six more episodes. They're about 20 minutes long. Not even. Not even. I think the longest episode is 16 minutes. Oh, is okay. So it's three or four sketches is is all. They're short. It came back with a vengeance. I think it's every bit as good as the first season. Maybe better. It's rated R comedy. You know, I think they could have toned some things down a little bit. It uh, it's not exactly family friendly. Some of it is, but then it'll devolve into something else at the end, and you can't really watch the whole thing. Anyway, I loved every minute of this thing. The very first sketch of season two, not to give anything away, but it's a prank show where this guy puts on uh, prosthetics and he's supposed to be like an old man, you know, like a Johnny Knoxville type of thing. And he goes out into the mall and he's gonna like do pranks and like harass people as an old man. Second sketch. Was it? Yes. And he finds out that being in this suit is very uncomfortable, and he starts to just kind of be sad that he's doing this. Uh, it's one of the most uncomfortable. Just thinking about it, obviously, is making me laugh. But the whole thing is very uncomfortable. And his theme, I would say, having seen 12 of these now, it's always about someone who is kind of left out or like a little bit of an outsider who was like kind of, hey, can you guys let, let me, you know, do this with you or let, let me uh, be included? And it's just always an outsider. He, he just has that like theme through all of his sketches. But man, is it funny. Oh, my gosh. And it's very simple. It's always like when I took sketch writing, they always said it's it's one joke per sketch. You know, the thing is not you don't do several different things. You have one joke and you build on it, etc. He does that perfectly. This is so funny. Have you seen it? I watched all six episodes right before coming over here to record. Did you really? I did. <laughs> okay. And Plowed right through them. Yeah. And if you remember, we reviewed the first season. You did love it. You absolutely yeah. loved it. And what did I think of it? Do you remember? Yeah, I don't. You probably didn't like it. I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> I hated it. And guess what? I hate season two as no, well. Oh, really? I, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I have tons of people... That either, you know, recommend this for us and then in my private life, like, hey, man, have you seen, you know, I think you should leave. And I'm like, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I know. I know I didn't really like the first season, but, you know, you're saying it's just great and peachy and so funny. So I go into season two open-minded, open-minded, okay. right. knowing 
I didn't care for the first season. Maybe something's wrong with me. I know something's wrong with me because I still don't like it. Not that it's bad, but it just is too freaking weird. <laughs> it it's is too weird. weird. And I'm like, they don't have endings. I mean, <laughs> they, they just, they're just like, okay, we ran out of ideas in this sketch. So cut to whatever. There, there were some things I did enjoy. I did enjoy the fat suit at the mall. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like the one. It was super weird with Paul Walter Hauser. You know who he is? Larry Jewell. Richard Jewell. Yeah, yeah. He's a good actor. Yeah. That was bizarre. Okay. And <laughs> I think the, the bizarre ones, yeah, I'm like, okay, that was good. But I'm not like, oh my God, this is so hilarious. I also did enjoy this. I'm giving what I liked. Okay. okay? Detective Crashmore with the the old guy, basically Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Santa Claus was an actor in an action film. Yeah. That was a little weird. What I burned out on was the pants with the pee dribble. (laughs) And that whole website thing, dude. I was like, stop this. Make it end. That was the worst one. That drove me freaking nuts. Yeah. All right. I was like, this one has to wrap it up. I will give credit, though, also to the in episode six, the one about the they're at the driver's ed class, yeah. and it goes, "Don't talk about the tables." Oh in yeah, the, in <laughs> yeah. the movie, and it's all about the tables. That was funny. My biggest complaint is they just seem ill-formed and not that funny. And some are callbacks to other ones. And I know I'm wrong about this. I know everybody loves this. I know you love it. I know I'm wrong. But I have to be honest with myself. This just doesn't work for me. And I like idiotic humor. I love Conan O'Brien, right? That humor, generally speaking, is pretty stupid. So I'm on board. Something just doesn't work for me. I can't pinpoint it. I'm not laughing. I'm getting a couple chuckles here and there and going, okay, that's that's kind of good. But like even the one with Bob Odenkirk, who I love, I know you're not an Odenkirk no. fan. What was up with that one? Huh? It's like, oh, I'm, you tell a lie. I'm going to tell a lie. Oh, whatever. Yeah. The little buff boys. <laughs> that was uh, awkward. That was <laughs> awkward. Uh, I can see how they could be hilarious to someone. Just not me. How about when he's trying to eat a hot dog in the Hated conference it. room? Hated it. I was already like, this is your opening sketch. Your opening sketch is him upset that he can't have lunch. So he's trying to eat a hot dog in the meeting and then he chokes on it. <laughs> I'm looking at my oh, notes. Man. That's it. Because I was like, okay, I'm going to write down the ones that I liked. Then the rest was just, ugh. Without giving any more of it away. Time out. I will prop him on this. He's got a, he's got a good diverse cast. It's not like the same oh, yeah. people over and over again in his sketches. You get a real sense of a whole bunch of different people playing their parts, which I enjoyed. It's a diverse group of people, age-wise, men and women, different races. I like that, you know, because it wasn't like the same stock characters in every sketch. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Uh, if you didn't like season one, you're not going to like season two. I'll give you that. I thought it was one of the funniest things I've seen. Not all of them are winners, but... Hey, I'm glad you liked what's, it, What's there, 16 sketches or... No, 22 sketches in six episodes or something. At least a ha- half of them, maybe two-thirds, are good. And a couple of them are great. I brought this one up. I get to say if it's a Bringer Purge, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. It's yours. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson, season two on Netflix. Joe says it's a binge. I'm happy for you, Joe. I'm glad 
you enjoy it for its comedic value and it's two seasons of something that you love, congrats. Thank you. You're welcome. Stop watching TV. That's Stephanie Beatrice. I was just wondering what this was. It's a commercial. Oh. For freaking the idiot that's selling oh, Priceline or whatever. Huh. Yeah, we have the TV on in the background, folks, in case you didn't know. Well, the Dodgers were on. Well, it reminded me that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is coming back. That's why. Oh, okay. Anyway, Good. go ahead. Good. Okay. I have a Netflix movie that just got released. Now, it's not a Netflix original, but Netflix is the only place you can watch it. So I was like, okay, good enough. It's from this year. It's one hour and 54 minutes. It is Gunpowder Milkshake. Bad name. I'm out. So what else is new, right? Surprise, Joe's out. Well, I was in. I was in for the whole 154 minutes. But I was out 10 minutes in. 154 minutes? What, oh, my God. One hour and 54 minutes. I can't okay. read. It's two and a half hours, roughly. I don't even. Ugh. It's one hour and 54 minutes, like I said. It stars Karen Gillan, who is yeah. in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. She had a show called uh, Selfie. She did. Yeah. She's she, been in a lot of stuff. She's very good. Also, Lena Headey, Carla Gugino, Michelle Yeoh, Angela Bassett, and Paul Giamatti. A-listers. There's a lot of good actors in this. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is whipped cream. Get it? Gunpowder milkshake. It's all whipped cream. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't lead in that right. You didn't really... I didn't set it up properly. went straight to the punchline. I like it. Gunpowder milkshake, all whipped cream. There you go. Okay, thank you. Like Peter Travers headline. Yeah. (laughs) It's like John Wick meets Hotel Artemis meets... Any Quentin Tarantino movie you want to choose. It's just You've seen this all before. Oh. There's nothing new. It's like, oh, I'm an assassin and I'm a, you know, and then there's like this league of female assassins, but no one's really developed character wise. You know what I mean? It's like they show up and they, you know, they fight, they shoot some guns. And my biggest pet peeve with this movie, and I've noticed a lot of action movies do this lately, is the characters come in contact with only the bad guys. Like, no matter where they go, there's nobody in this world, right? <laughs> no like, extras. They have no extras. There's no extras budget in this movie. Yeah, okay? been, been there. <laughs> All right. I know. You know what it's like, right? There's Okay. They go to an empty mall, a bowling alley, a parking garage full of cars. Okay. There's not a parking spot to be found. Not a single person is going to their car. It's just a full-on chase shootout in this parking garage, and no one is there. I think there's a chef. They actually like end up going to some kitchen, and there's a chef who's like not you know part of the storyline. The rest are just like you know the good guys and the bad guys, and it just goes nowhere. The action scenes aren't particularly exciting. I mean, they're choreographed okay, but nothing great. Like I said, it's like John Wick, but not really. It's like Hotel Artemis, you know, or like, you know, you saw that movie, Hotel Artemis. That was good. I liked that. Well, there's a whole premise like, you know, they got to go to the special doctor who like, you know, takes care of these people. Yeah. And it's like, oh, the thing called The Firm. And it's like, you know, all these evil white men that are like behind the curtains and Paul Giamatti's like their HR guy and he's taking care of Karen Gillian. And it's just, you know, I watched it and I was like, this reminds me of the movie I wanted to make in film school, but never did. Like, I always wanted to have a scene where, like, you know, you got a female assassin, and she's got to, like, come into, like, this 50s-style diner and sit down and confront, like, the mob boss, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wanted to make this movie 27 years ago, right? Yeah. And now someone else made it, and I'm like, whew, glad I didn't make that. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> it just didn't work. So it's kind of like the Jennifer Garner thing. And there's 20 versions of this movie there's out there. There's a million right? versions yeah. of this movie out there. And, you know, like I said, the performances in it, the people that are in it, they're doing what they can with it. But the material's just not there for them. Yeah. They're just, I, they're just underdeveloped characters. So I watched about 10 or 15 minutes of this. And the dialogue was so bad that I just I knew what it was I was watching. And I was like, this was made. Now, I have a prediction here. This was produced by or made by someone who's never done anything else before. Is that right? No, it's an Israeli director and he has something else. I looked in his credits. He's, he's made a movie before. Nothing that I had heard of, but he has made something. But I just was thinking, like, how did you get so many good actors to be in something so basic? I'm making the money motion with my hands right now. Yeah, but right if you got the money motion, then get yourself some extras, okay? <laughs> well... You know what I mean? It's like yeah. everywhere they go, there's nobody. She's driving yeah. all around town. There's nobody anywhere. That is kind of weird. Um, it sounds like something that definitely didn't come from a studio. Nobody no. signed off on this. No. It's just somebody just made it, and it landed at Netflix somehow. Yep. 65 with the critics... 51 with the audience. That's about right. You know, yeah. it's not awful. It's not like, oh my God, you know, I'm getting eye cancer from this. You kept waiting for it to get better and it never does. It's no Knives Out. You like Knives Out? No, I actually haven't seen it, but everyone says it's really good. Knives Out is a good movie. Yeah. But, but it's, this but is definitely not Knives Out. I don't even know why you would make that reference. I thought that was, they were like uh, secret agents or something. Wow. No. Oh, okay. Nothing. Again, haven't seen to it. That. You should see Knives Out. It's a good movie. Okay. But not Gunpowder Milkshake good. Okay? <laughs> okay. Not even close. Okay. So anyway, that's it. It's Gunpowder Milkshake on Netflix right now. Uh, have a couple sips on the straw and then purge. That was for your uh, <laughs> that was for your joke. I know, but sorry. <laughs> also for the for the film. Okay, well, I've got a uh, Amazon Prime movie. This stars Bruce Willis, who's great. Can be. Can be. Thomas Jane, who uh, I'm not real familiar with. Johnny Thomas Messner. Jane does a lot. Come okay, on. he's around. This is called Breach. Uh-huh. Now, I'll give you the premise. I almost remember it word for word from the uh, Amazon page. They call it an ARC, a spaceship full of people that are, like, uh, cryogenically frozen because Earth is dying, so they're shipping all these people off to Mars or somewhere, some other planet. A lot like that movie Passengers. Remember that movie Passengers? Yep, Chris Pratt. Yeah. It starts out like that, and then it turns out that some shape-shifting evil being has gotten on board and uh, is causing all kinds of havoc. Uh, so, of course, they have like a military on board this ship, and they fight against it. Yeah, it's uh, it's exactly what you think, only the writing is on a whole other level of terrible as is the production value which i see this as a russian production could be uh i don't know if they made it with cameras from the soviet era or what but you want to talk about bad production value i've seen plenty of films at film festivals that will never see the light of day that looked 10 times better than this and this is supposed to be a spaceship with an army on it it's not like two people in a room talking where you could kind of film it with anything this really needed a good director of photography and a good production designer. I don't know what happened and sorry if I know any, either of those people that worked on this movie, but if it was made in Russia or something, maybe that explains some of it. 
this just looked old. It looked weird. It looked like it was lit by someone who didn't understand lighting. It just didn't look like a movie. I don't know how else to put it. It did not look like a movie. What? It looked terrible. The whole, like, just aesthetic of it was troubling. It was distracting from the quote-unquote story. It actually was released in December of 2020. It's only 92 minutes, which is, as you know... The, too long. Well, it is too long, but 92 minutes is the exact length of time that something has to be to be considered a feature film. I thought 90 minutes. It has to be 92 that's what I've heard. Really? Yeah, because I saw some movie and the guy said they had to add two minutes to get it into festivals as a feature. Wow. I learned something. Maybe it was 72. <laughs> Make up your mind. <laughs> the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, the American Film Institute, and the British Film Institute all define a feature as a picture with a running time of over 40 minutes. While the Screen Actors Guild asserts that it must have a running time of 75 minutes or longer. You anyway. know what I learned today? <laughs> what? Totally out of nowhere. Okay. Right? If you leave your clothes in the dryer too long uh-huh. and they come out wrinkly, yeah. take a, a wet washcloth, throw it in the dryer, re-dry them, and it'll get the wrinkles out of your clothes. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that. You yeah. knew that? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully our listeners are learning something today. Anyway, this thing is awful. Uh, you want to know what it did at the box office? Because apparently it was released... In theaters at the same time, although nothing was Where, really Madagascar. Open. I never no I, like the Midwest, like Orange County theaters were open back in December. I think. Okay, so, so this was released maybe a hundred screens or something, okay. or fifty screens. You want to know what it did at the box office? Oh, I'm, I'm waiting. Please, thirty nine thousand dollars. <laughs> but that doesn't even pay Bruce Willis's salary for catering. I don't know. This seemed like it was probably about double the budget of this thing. Now I want to read you. Oh, I'll tell you who directed it. John Suits who's done some other weird stuff. Spielberg protege, right? Uh, Kidding. Just, you know, yeah. no, okay. Written by Edward Drake and Corey Large. Don't know who those people are, but two writers never good for something like this. Should have been pretty by the book. Now, I want to read you a couple of things because this, I really want to make my point on how terrible this was. Okay. So this is a little, I'm going to need your help with this. It's right. kind of a... A play along thing. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. We're getting interactive now. One of the things that showed up on the uh, Amazon Prime app, it says, here's some lines from the movie, or quotes, I guess they call it. You read Clay, and then I'll read Teak, that top okay. one. Okay. Hold on here. How did this thing get on board? Because somebody brought it on board. Oh, my God. That's yeah, one of the says things. That. Okay, I'm going yeah. back to Teak. Okay. We're all going to die. Bullets won't work. Fire can't be killed. It's death. What? Huh? Hold on. Fire, read fire can't no, be killed. No. Oh, wait. Hold on. I guess we're all going to die. Bullets won't work. Fire can't be killed. It's death. Okay. I got it now. I need, I need. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll give you the, uh, give you the last one. What is it? You brought it here. You don't know where'd it come. This is all one character, by the way. Okay. Where'd it come from? Did you find it? Cook it in a lab? Did it fall from the sky? Where is it from? I mean, it goes on from there. But do I have any more to perform? Oh or is yeah, that it? no, we can. I do want it. more teak. Okay, all right, your teak. Give me another teak okay. line. I like him. I'm relating to him. Okay, I'll give you the clay again. What is it? You brought it here. You don't know where'd it come from? Did you find it? Cook it in a lab? Did it fall from the sky? Where is it from? The experiments. <laughs> 
All right, this is getting old. Yeah, there, it goes. Okay, we it get it. I got it. I got it. I think the audience is like, stop. We're stopping. Yeah, and scene. Okay. <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> it was just a lot of that and uh, just weird looking stuff. The last thing I'll leave you with, uh, this is a little bit gimmicky, but I had to read this review for you. This is a review that someone gave it on Amazon. Okay, this is a critic or an audience <clears throat> review? An audience review. Okay. Which I feel like it's okay to repeat because it's not a critic. It's fine. I mean, it's we're a little, not being it's a very little lazy here when you're, I was going to say it's pretty lazy. It's a little lazy. We're using someone else's review on a review show, but okay. I'll allow it. Okay. It, it's, it's worth good. it. Okay. It's worth it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read it word for word. Go. We all need to do stuff sometimes because we have to. <laughs> Let me try and get through this without laughing. I'm thinking one of several things are going on here. One, Bruce needed money to pay his taxes. Two, he needed a loss to write off. Three, he owed someone. Four, he did someone a favor. Five, he lost a bet. Six, he signed this contract when he was drunk. Seven, someone held a gun to his head. And then uh, it goes on a little bit more, but uh, it just says this person's a big Bruce Willis fan and thought this was just a load of crap. Gave it a one out of ten. Mm. It has a pretty low rating. I didn't even look on I Rotten I give Tomatoes. that review a one out of ten. I was expecting more, I got to be honest with you. Oh. Joe, give yourself more credit than this guy, okay? You're a better reviewer than that. Okay, thank you. All right. Anyway, there's dozens of those is really my point. People watched this and they were like, what the heck did I just watch? It was that bad. The visual effects really are the worst thing about it. The writing second and the acting. Like you said, even a good actor can't do much with a crappy script. Yeah. Right? And that's what's going on here. It also just looked, I don't even want to say it looked like a student film. I mean, if it was a student film, they got a D. So there you go. That's our poll quote for the episode. Great. Anyway, you haven't heard of this or seen it, right? I'm never going to hear about it again or see it again. I have nothing to do with it. But bye. I'm even going to close the tab on my iPad. Here, Join. I'm going to crumple up my crumple notes. Crumple it up. Get rid of it. Breach. Streaming on Amazon Prime. Joe says it's a big, big, big purge. <laughs> Let's recap. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson season two on Netflix. I said it's a binge. Demo doesn't love it, but what else is new? Gunpowder Milkshake. Netflix, we think, bought this somewhere. Not a Netflix original. Demo says Purge. I did. I watched part of it. I have to agree with that. And finally, on Amazon Prime, Breach, starring Bruce Willis. Uh, was such a train wreck. You almost should watch 10 minutes of it just to wonder what it is. and just to Yeah, rem- but you then know what's going to happen? Then every time I go to Amazon Prime, it's going to go, want to finish watching Breach? Yeah. And it's going to sit there for months. That's true. You or- know how many things I've begun on Amazon Prime? And like, give it up, Amazon Prime. I'm clearly not coming back to this. Yeah, or it's going you know to recommend the latest Ghostbusters movie or right. something. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, come on. I'm, I'm not going back. It's been a year. I'm not going to watch it, Amazon, okay? I wonder if there's a way to clear those out. Netflix there, does that, too. Yeah, I, I go over to Netflix, and it's like, hey, we gave up on you. And I'm like, good. Yeah. Good. Your, your algorithm's figuring me out. Thank you. Yeah, if I turn something off 10 minutes in and don't go back to it for more than a couple of weeks, you can just clear it out of my queue. Yeah, for sure. There's a way to clear it out, but I'm not in the mood to explain it. Just Google it. So there you go, Netflix. Free advice from Binge or Purge. Um, let's see. Please listen to us on Spotify, YouTube. It's audio only. Don't worry. iTunes. 
uh, Google Play, Listen Note, iHeart Podcasts. All that. What did you say the other day? Stitcher. All those things. I don't, I don't know. Look, yeah. we put it somewhere and then it just spreads like a disease. <laughs> That's exactly right? what goes, it does. Oh, it's there. I'm like, I'll be on some app and it's like, what are we doing on here? I don't know. Yeah. And they play ads on it too, which is nice for somebody. Have you legitimately listened to yes. our stuff and has ads on it? Yes. On iHeart. Oh man, that gets me mad. Yeah. We make 0.0 money on this, right? Negative actually. Negative. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the cost of my time. Yeah. The cost of my time. Your time's valuable. Well, we should get some sponsors back, even if they're fake, because a few people we, have mentioned that they miss our commercials. Yes, we'll get some fake sponsors back to give us their fake money. And sure. We'll fake plug them. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, please, we're open to anything. Hit us up on Facebook at Binger Purge Podcast. Is that what it is on Facebook? Yep. Okay. Uh, email us at BingerPurgePodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Binger Purge and on Instagram at Binger Purge Podcast. As always, we want to thank Just the Facts. You can follow Just the Facts on Instagram at the Jesse Greer. That's Jesse with a Y. So for Joe Taylor, my name is Demo. This has been Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you next time.